Welcome to the Jesse Garcia Show, your half-hour home for politics, culture, and art. We come to you every Monday with a new story about your world. Today's guest is Jasmine Garcia, a senior specialist for the Congressional Hispanic Caucus Institute's fellowship programs. Every year, Jasmine chooses a group of students across the nation to spend nine months in our nation's capital, learning how our government works and placing them inside congressional offices to help shape policy. We'll find out what it takes to be a good candidate for the program. I want to thank all of you following Jesse Garcia's show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more information about the show, visit jessegarciashow.com. Attention DC entrepreneurs. Want to learn how to operate a food truck? How about opening a taqueria? The Latino Economic Development Center is hosting a small food business conference for future business owners who want to learn what wholesalers look for from potential vendors, what it takes to join a commercial kitchen, and how to meet city health codes. Stop by the Latino Economic Development Center office on Saturday, April 21st from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at 641 S Street Northwest in Washington, D.C. The event is free, but seating is limited. For more information, contact Daniel Friedman at 202-540-7413. That's 202-540-7413 and reserve your seat today. And here's your weekly news update. Lately, White House scandals, investigations, resignations, and firings have dominated all headlines coming out of 1600 Pennsylvania, not leaving much room for small but important stories like this one. Last week, the White House released its annual spring intern photo, and once again, it lacked diversity. Out of the 91 students in this year's program, the White House failed to enlist an equitable number of students of color to diversify its spring staff, according to Newsweek's story by Tom Porter. The White House Internship Program is a public service leadership project that provides a unique opportunity to gain professional experience and leadership skills. This hands-on program is designed to mentor and cultivate today's young leaders, strengthening their understanding of the executive office and prepare them for future public service opportunities. Access is power, and being denied the opportunity to serve in one of the most important offices in the land hurts not only minority communities, but the future of this nation, which will include more and more people of color. To help our president diversify his next intern class, we're announcing today that the application for the Fall 2018 White House Internship Program is now open. That's right, the Fall 2018 White House Internship Program, which runs from September 5th, 2018 to December 7th, 2018, is open. All application materials, including letters of recommendation, must be submitted on or before Friday, May 4th, 2018 at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. To apply, visit whitehouse.gov and select the Get Involved section button located on the bottom of the homepage. Let's put some color back in the White House. Good luck and apply today. For 40 years, 
The Congressional Hispanic Caucus Institute, also known as CHCI, has forged a critical pathway to developing the next generation of Latino leaders by creating a transformative and lasting impact on Latino youth and our nation. This 501c3 nonpartisan organization educates, empowers, and connects students and young professionals to crucial mentoring opportunities, influential Latino leaders, and businesses and offices seeking to hire. From its graduate fellowships, its public policy programs, to its famous congressional internships, CHCI is in high demand, and the gatekeeper for these amazing opportunities is Jasmine Garcia. Get ready to learn how Latinx students are getting access to power thanks to members of our community who have laid the foundation to build opportunities for them at CHCI. I want to welcome to the show Jasmine Garcia, whose job is literally to change the lives of young Latinos across the United States with opportunities to work in our nation's capital. What is the official title of your program, Jasmine? So I currently manage two different programs, and it is the Public Policy Fellowship uh, for the Congressional Hispanic Caucus Institute and the Graduate Fellowship Program, which is for students who have a master's degree or any advanced degree equivalent of. So, like I said, you make a lot of people's dream come true by uh, taking them from their barrio to actually Washington, D.C. You got to experience some of that. Can you tell us about your, yourself, like your journey before you got to D.C.? What were you doing and what were your dreams? Yeah, of course. So, I, was, I am originally born and raised uh, in San Diego, California. I grew up in Chula Vista, so whoever's listening out there that's from California and knows where San Diego's at, Chula Vista, born and raised, elementary school, same elementary school and preschool since like kindergarten to eighth grade type of thing. Um, so I was there for a while. Uh, I ended up moving away to Riverside for a bit, um, and then it wasn't until college that I had the opportunity to come back to San Diego and attend the University of San Diego is a private Catholic university. Um, and so unfortunately, during my college career, I didn't really have the opportunity to be part of politics, uh, mostly because I didn't have the resources, you know, to be, to give, you know, free time and not get paid for it. Exactly. We have to work jobs. We have to take care of little brothers and sisters. So we don't always have that free time. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and that's exactly what it was like. Um, I, I, I just couldn't do it, but I knew, I originally started as a psych major, and uh, it wasn't until I had this, uh, you know, you have your introductory courses in college, and in my first year, I had just a government's course where the professor was walking us through, you know, what's the executive level, judiciary level, uh, or judicial level, I'm sorry, and um, federal, and immediately, I fell in love. I'm like, this is what I want to do. Like, this is incredible. Um, I'm getting a glimpse of, you know, if, if the trash outside of your house isn't picked up, like, this is this is politics. Yeah. <laughs> if, you know, if you're not living in X, Y, and Z neighborhood, that is politics. Like, everything around you is politics. You made the connection. Mm -hmm. State, local, federal, and how it all works, the system. Exactly. I make that connection and I know I'm like, all right, you know, psych is cool and everything. I'm having a lot of fun, but I think politics is even cooler. Um, and so at the time, um, I make the switch. I changed my major. I transferred universities, actually, because I didn't originally start at the University of San Diego. So I, um, I transfer and I start my career off and 
again, because I didn't have uh, really the, the, the resources to be working for free. It wasn't until my senior year of college that I was fully able to commit myself. All right, um, let's see how I can fit it into my schedule uh, to intern for a member of Congress. Um, and really all of this flourished through uh, one of my jobs, my coworker, she's like, hey, listen, um, I've been inter interning at this office. I know you're always talking about politics. How can we make this work for you? And lo and behold, it was Congressman Juan Vargas who opened the door for me. And I ended up interning at his office for uh, about a, a one academic year, my senior year. And it is through there that I think it was one month before the deadline for CHCI. He's like, hey, listen, you're doing an incredible job here. And I really think you should go to Washington, D.C. And here's the opportunity. They just passed me the flyer. Uh, they walked me through the process. It really was a team effort through that office that I that I was able to make it to CHCI. Um, and from then, have on, you ever any, ever thought of leaving California to get to DC? I mean, was that ever in your game plan, or were you scared about leaving home to a different place? No, I mean, it was always in my game plan. It was always in my game plan. I knew that I had to leave home to uh, be that catalyst for change. And so um, I understood Washington, D.C. was going to be in my future, uh, whether it was through CHCI or something else. Uh, something that I think you need to know, it's also like I, I had this vision that when I graduated from college, I was going to work for the House of Representatives. Like that was my goal. You I, were determined. I was determined. And so I knew that's what I wanted to do. I, um, I applied to CHCI. And even through CHCI, I remember having these conversations uh, with the supervisors and the mentors at the time, like, hey, listen, my goal is to work on the House side. Like, that is what I want to do. So I understand that my resume already has Congressman Jorge Vargas, and I, you know, um, I've already had the experience, quote unquote, but my, my ultimate goal is to be there and to work there. And they're like, all right, we'll make it work. And so I ended up going to the Hill through CHCI, and I worked again for Congressman Juan Vargas. And it was interesting because... Now, you know, as someone who's never had internships before, you know, I did work in college, um, but they were all outside jobs. And then I'm working in the district and the district is very different than the federal office here in Washington, D.C. You do you do two very different things. And so it was incredible to be able to compare and contrast like, all right, in the district, you're one on one with the constituents. Like, how can I help you? Um, our constituency there is uh, a big veterans group. And so that's the majority of the folks that I got to work with. But immediately as I moved on here to Washington, D.C., I worked directly with the legislative director. And basically my entire job was just like briefing the congressman on financial services because that, that was his committee. And I think it still is his committee right now. And so my roles completely changed. I mean, I wasn't answering the phones. I wasn't interacting with the constituents. And it was through this experience that I learned, this isn't what I want to do. <laughs> so it totally changed your perspective of, of, of your future career path. Yes, it did. It did. Um, you know, it was, it was long hours and I knew we were doing important work. And I knew it might have been that it was because the work that I was working on wasn't necessarily my, my passion, quote unquote. Like I, I never even took like an econ course. Like that was no. not, you know, so financial <laughs> services was so out there. But I learned, I'm like, hey, you know what? Maybe this is this space isn't for me. And luckily, again, through CHCI, um, I had the opportunity to work for a union, SEIU. And so I got to work there and got to learn more of the activism side. Like what do, what is the union's role within, you know, 
in Washington, D.C., interacting with the federal government, with state governments, like through their, you know, their posts um, all throughout the nation. And so I had now that opportunity to be like, all right, well, at 21, I'm already experiencing, hey, this is what I want to do. Just did it, got paid for it through CHCI. And that's one thing that's important because there are a lot of internships and fellows, internships in D.C. that put you in in very powerful positions working with policy and important offices, but there's not enough pay. And one thing I noticed at CHCI, you all not only pay, but you also provide housing stipends, correct? So we provide a housing stipend. We provide a stipend for our interns. Our CHCI interns get a stipend and they also are provided housing. Our fellows, they are providing a stipend. Um, it is different depending on if they have the advanced degree or not. But through that stipend, they're able to pay for housing. But CHCI does not yeah. like separately pay for the housing. Yeah, but that's still an opportunity for someone to come. Because one of the reasons why there's why Latinos don't get too much access to these seats of power is because sometimes these internships, they're not paid. And it's very hard to come to D.C., a very expensive city. But it is such an exciting city, which has kept you here. Tell me about your experience living in D.C. It's been tough. <laughs> it's been tough for sure. Uh, someone who's from California and San Diego nonetheless, where you have the beach right next to you yes. and just the sun. So the weather is something that I've had to tackle with. Um, it's been challenging for sure. But I can tell you again, CHCI, it's how I've made it. Um, immediately when I came here uh, through the fellowship, I knew that um, I had a family waiting for me. Because there's a support network and you all beat on a regular basis, correct? Yes, we have our CHCI familia is what we call it, you know, and we have alumni working, you know, in the halls of Congress, uh, different federal agencies, um, different national nonprofits. I mean, CHCI alumni are everywhere. And it is through that that I found my family. Um, I found my closest friends and I've been able to make it, you know, now I think I'm going on my third year here in Washington, D.C., and it's because I have that support network with me um, and pretty much there. Everyone's CHCI. <laughs> One thing that I, that I admire about your group is that you allow your, your these very young people. Oh, my God. They look like high schoolers when they come and I see them. They're everywhere and they are intersectional. I went to go protest the day that the White House um, the Trump administration decided to put a ban on transgender military. When I went out there, I saw all like around two dozen of these young Latinos in suits. And I was just moved because one, there was my people there, these very young individuals. I walked up and they all had CHCI badges. They must have just come from an important meeting. And I was so happy to know that, number one, it was CHCI fellows representing that showed up. And some of them are from the Rio Grande Valley. So that made me even better because that's where I'm from. So thank you for raising very socially conscious, raising like they're, like they're babies. But you're taking care of them and you're letting them know that these important social issues, you know, transcend. This is everyone's population. There's people... Um, that we need to be worried about and form partnerships and support each other. No, that's very true. I mean, at CHCI encourages uh, political activism, being civically engaged. That's all what we're all about. We want to make sure that our students um, are uh, 
I'm sorry, our participants yeah. are, uh, because they've already graduated, so not students <laughs> anymore, but our participants, you know, are in all different levels of government and, again, in all these different nonprofits. And so we, we try to make sure that through the curriculum that we that we have um, in our educational institutes that they learn, hey, it's important, like your presence here matters. And so it's throughout the, the fellowship, throughout the internship and post that they know that CHCI is with them along the way. Who are some of your stars? Like who was a CHCI fellow? That Maybe some like success stories. I mean, there are so many success stories that you can even think of them, right? I mean, a couple that pop up on my head uh, is Alejandra Castillo, and she is the CEO for the YWCA. And we also have recently elected state representative Jessica Gonzalez out of Dallas, Texas, who will take office in January. And then we have, um, you know, Alejandro, Alejandro, who's currently at HRC. Alejandro Aviles. Yeah, a very good friend of mine. Yes, Alejandro Aviles at HRC, and we have, um, I mean, there's just so many, I'm just, Susan, Susan Santana, who is at AT&T, we also recently gave her an award um, at our annual awards gala last year, um, Distinguished Alumnus, and so, and all of them, I mean, they started throughout, it was the PPF Fellowship, the Public Policy Fellowship, I'm sorry, um, and now this is where they're at, and it, it's interesting to see, too, how much our alumni give back. They're so willing. Each time a new cohort comes in, they're already emailing us and they're like, hey, how can we meet with this cohort? What can we do? What session can we, can they come over to the offices? Can they do this, this, and that? That's an incredible feeling. Each time I get that email, it makes me even more excited because you have this person that's never been exposed to this place before, and then they meet someone who was already in their shoes not too long ago, and then they see this is who, who, who I can be. This is who I can expi- aspire to be because some, someone's already done it. Who are the congressional folks, uh, elected officials, Latinos, that are from uh, that help you all out, that come by? Do you have some who keep on popping up, lending their assistance, giving words of wisdom to the students? Yes, definitely. I mean, uh, we have you know a board that consists of folks from both sides of the aisle, and so. Pretty much, the, I mean, we're currently still trying to see what new relationships we can bring bring home. But I know just in this last year that I've been with CHCI, you know, we had we've had Congressman uh, Carlos Curbelo meet with our students. We've had uh, U.S. Senator Kamala Harris meet with our students. We've had um, so not necessarily Hispanic. You get across the board. Yeah, across the board. We do, we do, you know, it, this, uh, in the next month, they're going to meet with Congressman Juan Vargas, you know, so we have, it, it, it's everyone. I think it's important to expose them to, you know, everyone on Capitol Hill, but obviously, you know, like the people of color that are on the Hill. Um, but, but they do, they, you know, throughout, it, it's one of our, our, our top priorities to ensure that they get to meet uh, a diverse number of folks on Capitol Hill, regardless, you know, if they're Latino or not. Um, but even if it's not those one-on-one meetings, this is where they're placed. You know, a lot of our fellows, um, that, that's actually, for our fellowship participants, it's a requirement for them to be, they're here for nine months, and half of their term has to be on Capitol Hill. So even if they, we don't get them on those one-on-one meetings, they're placed in an office, um, be it with a Latino member of Congress or not. What are what makes a good fellow? Because you're in charge, you get to see the applications when they come in. What are the do's and don'ts for a successful application into CHCI? That's a very good question. 
Uh, simply because I know, like I said, I recently uh, took on this role, you know, a little bit less than a year ago. And a lot of folks think, oh, I have to have federal government experience or done some type of internship or else I'm not going to get accepted. And I always stress, I'm like, no, this is a professional development program. If you don't have that, sometimes that's actually incredible because we'll give you that experience to make you that top candidate wherever you want to go. And so um, you also like, just like you don't have to have congressional experience, you don't have to have any type of experience, you know, in big top industries, you just have to show that you're interested in being that catalyst for change, that you're interested in wanting to help your community. That's honestly all you need. And through there, you know, like it, it's very easy, you know, going through all the applications, we, we get over 500 applications, you know, for our programs. Uh, through each cycle, and we're only able to accept, you know, roughly uh, 10 to 11 uh, for our public policy, and it's a little bit less for our graduate fellowship program. But you can always see someone who, like me, you know, I didn't have the resources to be politically involved, and it was only through my last year in high school that I was able to go there. But there were others in my cohort that didn't have any of that experience, and then they got here, and they knew CHCI was going to help them build that resume, help them build that next step. And so I think ultimately it's just making sure that folks make the, their most authentic selves shine and uh, emphasizing how much they want to be that catalyst for change uh, in politics and in all industries. Does it help that they've done community service projects at home in the, in, in, throughout high school, the type of work that they've been in? Yes, community service is a big thing. I remember uh, when I applied, I mean, I had completed over 500 hours in community service just because of how involved I was. And so that's one of the biggest factors, right? If you're looking at someone's resume and even through the questions that we have uh, for our application process, community service is number one. You know, it's your authentic self showing interest that this is what you want to do. And then two, backing it up with, hey, I know I haven't had, you know, that like hot shot. Or if you have, that's also cool. But you, you've showed that you've already involved yourself in your community, and then you're going to tell us through your essays how you can be that person here in Washington, D.C. So community service is important. And definitely essays need to be spell-checked and on point. <laughs> yes, no, I'll, I'll definitely echo that. You can tell when someone hasn't had someone, you know, proofread their essays. Um, and it always hurts me because another thing is our community – and, and I mean that, you know, Latino community and the CHCI community is so willing to help. I can't tell you how many people um, have emailed me just through the, when I was in the program and then now that I manage the program. Hey, listen, I'm interested in applying into the fellowship. Like, can you give me an advice? Yeah, sure. Let's jump on a phone call. Hey, can you proofread over my assist? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. And now that, you know, I have, you know, a couple of, um, I can't necessarily speak to so many of them just because of my role in the selection process, but I always shoot them over to any other alumni and alumni are always willing to help. Always. So we just finished, there's a deadline that's already been passed or that you're already reviewing applications for. When's the next one? The next one for our public policy and graduate fellowship programs, uh, they are ready to be launched fall of 2018. And uh, they sh I don't have an exact date just because we are making a lot of changes to the program and I don't want to confuse folks, yeah. but just look out, you know, fall 2018, the applications will be open. Um, and then it's, it's sometime in the beginning of uh, January we, or the end of January, I'm sorry, that the applications are due. 
So, just, I mean, look out for those dates. Uh, like I said, I, I let Jesse know that it's totally fine to, you know, to put my contact information on the website. You can also find me on our, on our website, chci.org. That is updated constantly uh, with the deadlines of our applications. Um, but look out for that in the fall. Amazing. So what other um, experiences aside from working in the office? Uh, it's also congressional offices. You also place um, folks and with uh, department uh, federal agencies, correct? Yes, we place. Uh, so I also want to change that a little bit. We don't necessarily place folks uh, when participants are accepted into the program. We sit down with them and we kind of evaluate. All right. What's your education and your professional experience and what are you interested in? And through that, yes, half of the nine months, um, be it in the fall or in the spring, has to be um, on Capitol Hill. We usually switch off during election cycles because we know that the hill is uh, a little bit slow. Okay. And so this fall, incoming class in the fall, they will be off the hill. And that means that they will be, uh, we will discuss whether they'll be at national nonprofits. Like I mentioned, uh, we've had folks, you know, work at Naleo. Um, we've had folks, um, they'll be at U.S. agencies. So that, that includes all of the agencies that we reached out to. And then um, they can also do their their internship at you know if they if they just mention to me like hey I'm interested in this organization we'll go see hey has CHCI partnered with them before um, and if we haven't then we'll start the conversation. There's some limitations with the U.S. agencies. I do want to mention we don't work with all of them because it, it's it's a because CHCI does pay for them. Um, it, it's like a murky situation yes. with some of them. If there's an organization that wants to sponsor a CHCI fellow, who do they talk to? They can shoot uh, Stefania a message, <laughs> who's our director of development. And again, I'd be happy to share uh, that contact. Um, but all of that is on our website. If anyone is any organization. What's your website again? CHCI.org. Uh, you can find there uh, our development team. Who is you reach out? Who is who you reach out to in terms of sponsoring any fellows or any participants um, of our educational programs? And then if you're interested in having a fellow uh, be placed at your office, then that's me, Jasmine Garcia at J Garcia, J Garcia at CHCI.org. One last question: When is your big fundraiser? Because this takes a lot of money, and we need to raise money to keep this good program going when is your fundraiser coming up yes i more than one or is it one big one that you throw yes we i mean we have multiple events i think we we this year under new leadership uh we we have multiple events coming up but i think what you may be referring to is our chci annual leadership conference and awards gala and that is set to start um September 11th and 12th is the CHCI Annual Leadership Conference. And then our annual awards gala is the 13th. And that's available on your website as well for tickets, correct? Well, thank you so much, Jasmine, for sharing uh, all this information about a great opportunity that students can take part in and get an experience of their nation's capital from the eyes of a CHCI fellowship. Yes, thank you for having me.